Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, your host, Adit. I'm so glad you're here today. We're going to talk about the three stages of stress. So you don't want to miss this episode. It's super important because as we know, stress is not good for our body, not good for our lives, and we want to be aware of what stage of stress you might be in today. Before we dive in today's episode, I want to give some shout outs to folks who are tuning in from all over the world. I see you, I thank you, and I hope to hear from you. I love getting emails and hearing from you through your reviews on this podcast show. I read each and every single one of them. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you have not already. If you have, thank you so much. And I see you tuning in from the US, friends out in Canada and Thailand, Australia, the UK, Norway, hello out in the Philippines and France. I see you out in Japan and Nepal. Germany, India, and Kenya, just to name a few. Thank you so much for being here. I know your time is so valuable and I do not take it for granted that you're here with me today. So without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about stress and the three stages of stress. And really our body was not built for the modern day stressors that we are encountering constantly. And if you haven't already taken my swirl assessment, it is on my website at aditc.com. This is a quick way to really see where you fall on each life domain, work, relationships, and see where you fall on your number scale on that assessment. So be sure to check that out. But why that assessment is helpful is because we often think of stress as a very black and white thing. Like it's either we have it or we don't have it. It's on or it's off, right? We don't think of it as maybe chronic and we don't think of it as something that we're interacting with on the daily. We're either stressed out or we're not stressed out. And that's how we think about it. That's why that swirl assessment, which is free, is available to you on my website. But did you know that there are actually three stages to stress? And I want you to keep listening so you can discover which stage of stress that you're in today. And before we get into the stages, I really want to just take a moment here to think about how our minds were not designed for this modern day stress, right? We have evolved as humans and so has our environment, including technology. So on any given day, if you're scrolling on social media, if you're watching the news, if you're reading the paper, you are going through a range of emotions in a short span of time. And not only that, you're taking in so much information about what's happening all around the world at any given moment. 
And we weren't designed, our brain was not designed to take in all that information so quickly. And we didn't always have access to knowing what was happening all around the world at any point. And of course, there are pros to that. And it's important to note that there are side effects also from that. Because we were, we were really originally as humans, we were designed to see a bear and run away, right? We see a threat, we run away. That was how we survive. We live in our survival brain um, from the beginning of time. But then our brains evolved, right? It went from having, um, you know, our lizard brain, which I, you know, if you look it up, there's more details about what that means. But that's basically where our survival brain fight, flee, freeze responses. And then we evolved as humans into having our thinking and rational brain. And that really, that part of our brain separates us from animals. And that's the difference. But our original design was to see a threat, see a bear, for example, and run away and survive it. And for our stress response uh, to turn off once we got to our safe place. But our body doesn't know the difference between running away from a bear or stress about work or sitting in traffic or family pressure and expectations and that to-do list and the baby crying and so many other things happening around the world that you're worried about, thinking about, uh, worrying about money or any other kind of life stress. It was not designed for that. And yet we have to learn to cope. We have to learn to adapt, right? Survival keeps us going is to survive all of these stressors. And so it's important to notice what our stressors are, release them, um, because every one of us is affected by stress, right? There's also good stress and there's bad stress, but primarily a lot of us are interacting with a lot of hard, tough, bad stress. And Hans Seely was a Hungarian endocrinologist, and he was actually the first person to give a scientific explanation for biological stress and was the founder of the stress theory. But he explained from his stress model as basically the general adaptation syndrome that this model was discovered after he observed a series of psychological changes in lab rats after they were exposed to stressful events at a study that took place at McGill University in Montreal, Canada. His model stated that an event that threatens an organism's well-being basically a stressor, right? It leaves a three-stage bodily response and each stage progresses into the next. So that means when we have entered stage one, we'll get to stage two and then stage three. So for today, I want you to pay attention to each of the stages and notice where you fall on that stage today. So stage one is the alarm reaction stage. So this stage refers to the initial symptoms that the body experiences when it's under stress. These are our day-to-day stressors that we typically interact with. So the sympathetic nervous system, um, basically it's the fight or flight response, right? It gets activated. Our survival brain at some point, likely in our day, it gets activated. It's pretty common. It happens to many of us, especially here in the modern world. The body releases the hormones, cortisol and adrenaline into the bloodstream when that happens. That fight or flight response evolved as a survival mechanism. Remember that bear? That's what we were running away from. And so whenever we quote unquote see a bear, right, in our day to day, that stressor, that thing that we're 
really activating fight or flight from, uh, it gets activated and they, and this is our near instantaneous sequence of hormonal changes and physiological response really helps us to fight the threat of danger or flee from whatever the situation is to safety. Unfortunately, the body can overreact that stressor and it might not notice that it's not a life-threatening event, right? That that traffic is not life-threatening event. That argument that you're having with your partner, with your boss or whoever, it's not a life-threatening event. It doesn't feel good. It is maybe something that can, you know, have a side effect of potentially break a breakup. Uh, it might result in losing your job, whatever that case may be, right? There is a a natural side effect from that that might not feel good and feel scary and can be a cause of pain, but your body is responding in such a way that it is going to die from that argument. And so that fight or flight response gets activated. Remember earlier I was talking about that lizard brain, right? So that gets activated in those moments. And so we all have those. Typically, throughout our day or throughout our week or at some point, you know, it's very common that we're going to experience something that just kind of activates that fight or flight response. And we kind of want to run away to safety. Um, We might have a big reaction um, that isn't really matching the situation, right? We might have this big reaction to a situation that we're like, huh, why was I so activated? It wasn't that big of a deal. But in the moment, it felt like a huge deal, right? So that's stage one. And if you're noticing that happening often, um, it's common to have that experience. But if you're having these over um, exaggerated responses that's not matching the situation, you're likely living in that state of stress often. Um, We'll get more deeper into that by stage three, but this is just stage one. This is something common many of us likely are living in, right? We're responding at times to our stressors and we're either running away from it, we're avoiding it, we're fighting back, or we're freezing and it paralyzes us. And that is common. It's still great to ask for help or support when that happens, uh, but it's something that naturally happens to many of us, especially in the modern day world. Stage two is the resistance stage. So after that initial shock of that stressful event, the body goes into the self-repair mode with the help of the parasympathetic nervous system. And I talk a lot about the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system in one of my courses. Um, It is on my website. You have access to that at any time. You can enroll and at the comfort of your own home, be able to take that course and learn all about this in a much more deeper way. It's broken down into slideshows, videos of me explaining it. And if you're getting ready for Black Friday sales, uh, I will be sending to my subscriber email list uh, a bundle for that course. And if you're not signed up on my email list, go ahead and head over to my website to add your email so that you can get that alert for that bundle saving. But basically that the parasympathetic nervous system, it really helps regulate the body. It starts to release a lower amount of cortisol and the heart rate and blood pressure begin to normalize. Even though your body has entered into that recovery phase, it still remains on that high alert for quite some time afterwards. That's why we kind of, after an event, we still feel a little shook after, right? It takes us a little bit more time to like come down from that. So if you think about traffic or that argument, right? 
it might have ended, but you still feel like the aftershocks a little bit. And it will remain on high alert for quite some time uh, until we can kind of release that from our body. There's a couple of scenarios that this can happen after this, uh, thinking about when you've overcome the stressful situation and it's no longer affecting you, your body will continue to repair itself until the heart rate, the blood pressure, and hormone levels return to normal. That's That's a natural way we are again wired to survive. The body already automatically with you doing nothing is already trying to normalize itself. It's trying to go back to that regular heart rate, regular blood pressure and balance out. It's doing that automatically. And then the stressful situation, if it's extended for a longer period of time, your body will remain on high alert. The stress continues to be unresolved. So if you're constantly uh, in that stressful situation and it's extending for longer periods of time, so if your argument turns into one argument here and there and then turns into multiple per week, then your body remains on that high alert because it's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's just waiting for that next fight. So the stress continues to be unresolved. The key here is that if you do not heal your stress, that it is important to note that your body will eventually adapt to it and learn how to live with a higher stress level. And the body goes through changes that we are unaware of in order to do this, right? Again, it's wired to survive. So it's trying to survive this stress level that's constantly in your life, right? It's adapting now to a higher threshold of stress. So your body will continue to release these high levels of stress hormones in, into your bloodstream into your, and, and really like activating um, and increasing your blood pressure and heart rate to remain elevated because it's on alert. It's ready for that fight or flight uh, response. And even your blood glucose levels re- will remain high. The most alarming part of all of this is that you on the outside, you'll appear as if you're functioning fine, you're normal, uh, you know, everything will almost kind of feel like it's all good. While on the inside, you're nearing closer and closer to that danger zone, which is that stage three where we're going to get to. And you might not even realize it yourself as your body has gotten so good at adapting to that stress. It's getting so good at keeping the heart rate up, the blood pressure up. That's why there's a lot of research and linkage between that mental health and physical health, right? When we think about disease, high blood pressure, uh, heart disease, those are linked to your body adapting to that high stress at all times. Inflammation in the body, right? That's again, another way your body is trying to survive and it's changing its state to adjust to this environment that feels very stressful all the time. And when that happens, we enter into stage three, the exhaustion stage. This stage is the result of that prolonged stress. Basically, this is chronic stress, right? You have now entered into chronic stress. This is where you start to feel things such as burnout, fatigue, depression, anxiety, and you're just exhausted. Many of us in this modern day can relate to that. And so this is where you start to feel a decreased tolerance for stressful situations. They might be happening, but you're just like, eh, okay, I'm just used to it. This is why you've gotten so good at handling chronic stress so well. People might applaud you for and be like, oh, wow, you handle that really stressful situation so good. And we're being rewarded. And internally, our body is fighting to survive. 
That is scary, right? Your immune system is weakened and you're susceptible to disease at that point. And unfortunately, many people are, as a result of chronic stress, death as a result. And so it is so important now more than ever to be paying attention to these stress indicators in your body. It's really trying everything to survive. And when it's uh, when the stress is short term or short lived, the alarm stage isn't harmful. But if it continues to go on longer, you will be at risk for that prolonged stress, that chronic stress, which raises the risk for many chronic stress related diseases. So we're thinking about stroke, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, and you might be even at a higher risk of infection due to a weakened immune system. Since we are not able to eliminate the stress from our lives completely, right? None of us are like living in the mountains of like this like peaceful, uh, no stress kind of day, right? Uh, It's just for many of us in the modern day, we are encountering stress constantly, which is why it is important now more than ever to find appropriate ways to manage your stress. Knowing the signs is number one and the stages of stress is key, which is bringing education and awareness to your experience. It's essential that your body be able to repair and recover during this resistance stage to be able to bring it back down from that chronic place of stress and bring it down to baseline quicker, right? If we can stay in stage one and even two, that ideally is for many of us in the modern world realistic but it's when we enter in that stage three that is where you gotta do something different you cannot continue to sustain that way and again you have probably gotten to a point where you're really good at managing your stress but if you notice these signs in your body then it's time to do something to take care of yourself so this is where i encourage you Many times we don't invest in ourselves. We don't invest in our mental health, our well-being, our physical health. But this is what needs to happen. If you want to continue to live this way, you can. Chronic stress is linked to a lot of physical diseases that manifest in the body. So thinking about now, what do I do with this information? How do I invest in myself? So there's a few things you can do. Um, You can really... There's tons of free guided meditations online. There's free apps. You can go and just really learn how to incorporate a breathing routine, a practice that you shake out that stress after it happens throughout the day in your body. And just having this practice in your day to day will help you in general kind of really balance out the stress that you're responding to in your environment. Uh, Second, if you're in that chronic stress, you have at this point, it is vital you reach out and receive support from a mental health professional. Uh, That could look like a therapist. It could look like a life coach, something around that uh, support system that can help you manage that stress and release it. And you having that extra support that's from a professional that knows how to guide you is important, even if it's short term, six weeks, eight weeks, investing in yourself in that way. And if you are struggling financially, you know, there there are other ways to look for support for chronic stress. You can talk to your doctor about it, you know, even your just medical doctor about how to manage the chronic stress. If you 
um, have a church that you belong to or a spiritual faith or a congregation talking to um, the leadership in that council about how to manage stress. What does that look like for you? You can invite your friends and family to support you. Uh, you could read books. There's tons of books online, um, information articles online uh, that you could read about. There's a book by uh, Bessel van der Kolk that's called The Body Keeps Score. That's a really great trauma book about how the body stores the trauma and the stress. And, and he talks about ways to release it. Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. That's also a really good book. What Happened is also a really good book by Oprah Winfrey. It's called What Happened to You, but it's um, conversations on trauma, resilience, and healing, but it's by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. So there's no lack of support or information out there, right? It's just thinking about, one, can you afford at this point and invest in a therapist, a life coach, a course, um, do it. And then step two, talk to your doctor, your medical doctor about how to manage this chronic stress. And step three, look for free resources. There's tons of them. There's YouTube videos, there's books, there's articles, there's uh, free apps, but there's tons of things that you can Google on how to manage chronic stress, support for chronic stress. That's what I would Google and ask for support. If you have questions about it, send me an email. I can send you some resources. If you'd like to book a one-time session with me to just even map out what a healing plan could look like for you, one that can release that stress in your day-to-day, reach out to me, send me an email, and we can set up a one-time session to really map out what that can look like for you given your personalized situation. I'll be giving a um, special offer for Black Friday right after Thanksgiving. So if you are signed up on my email list, you will be able to get that. You will be able to get that discount and sign up for the courses. There's information there that can be really helpful and useful. But basically, you just want to equip yourself to support you on your healing journey. You got this, friend. Just take it one day at a time. And the more you know, the more then you can work on making a game plan to support you. I wish you all the best on your healing journey. I know you can do this and I trust that you will. And see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here today. It means so much to me. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.